arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. It's about sharing conversations. All right, let's do it. Let's play it forward. Real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 462 is with Alexa and Carlos Pina Vega, authors of What If Love Is The Point? How are you doing today, man? Right, how are you? So, I, I'd be better if the Mets hadn't lost nine to one last night. Oh but my anyway. God, that's oh a spanking! <laughs> Destroyed. Yeah. yeah, you should have heard me at the end of the game. I was like, "Get rid of this guy! Get rid of that guy!" And I go, "Hi, honey." And yeah, she that's started it. laughing because <laughs> I went from rage to "Hi, honey." <laughs> oh my gosh! It's all good. They're still in first place by four games. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you got twenty minutes, my friend. And go for it. Thank you. Isn't that pretty much what you guys' book is all about? That kind of love where it's like you, we have a passion for a sport, but when it comes to each other, it's like it's completely different personalities. <laughs> yes, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what a great concept and idea for this book to be pushed forward the way that you have. What if love is the point? I mean, uh, this this really is a book that puts the highlight on the messages. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's so funny. Uh, Carlos will probably explain this better than I will. So I'll let you do it, babe. But it all started from this one cheat that we had called, what is the point? And we created this years ago. Babe, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so about like eight years ago, uh, we, we uh, did, uh, or actually almost nine years ago, we got married and then we did Dancing with the Stars. And after that, all these questions started rising. Like, what's the point of marriage? What's the point of, of life? What's the point of faith? What's the point of you know, uh, not having sex before marriage. And Alexa and I started jotting all these questions down and then internally amongst the two of us just having discussions and answering and, you know, praying about it and trying to figure it out. And that, that one sheet kind of lived with us for the last, you know, eight or nine years. Uh, and about a year ago, we, um, we uh, sent it to our publisher. Well, we met our publisher uh, who, who we didn't know at the time was gonna be our publisher. And she asked if, if, you know, if we had any book ideas. And we said, well, we have this concept that we keep, like this one sheet about like, what's the point? What's the point of this? I mean, these are questions that I feel like a lot of people ask themselves. It's like, oh God, you know, like, what's the point of-, of Failing. Of, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, why am I struggling my, you know, right now? What's the point of this? Uh, and, and she loved the concept and we just rolled with it. And a year later, we have a book that just came out. I, I love the idea that you're asking questions, and the reason why is because uh, since 2017, I've been keeping a defrag journal. All it is is questions, and, and it really is. It's breaking things down, and it's made me a better communicator, and that's what you guys are doing inside awesome. this book as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 it was kind of an, it was just an accident. Um, I mean, I knew, we both knew that we wanted to write a book one day, and we were just kind of gathering testimonies and things that happen in our lives and nowadays with social media man everything is so veneered it's so filtered right um so we were just like okay we want to be super authentic and share our ups and our downs and honestly our downs have been what have made our ups just so incredible like those downs are what stretched us, what grew us. It's like going to the gym. Like, sure, it's not easy in the moment. You're exhausted, you're tired, your muscles are aching. Um, but the fruit of that is just so amazing. That's kind of why you like, you keep going back to the gym, right? Um, so for us, we, we now look at the difficult things that we've gone through or like the turmoil that we've experienced just in our lives as those times where we were really being exercised as people. Um, and it really, you know, it comes out to a happy ending if, 
if you allow it um, to be. And I think ultimately for us, we were like, oh, that's love. At the end of the day, yeah. if everything comes back to love, like loving people, that's so hard to do. You can say, oh, I love people, but mm. like, really, do you? <laughs> um, I remember I was driving one day and somebody cut me off and I was so annoyed. And, and I had a friend sitting next to me. I'm like, gosh, they're so annoying. Are you kidding me? What a selfish driver. And she looks over at me and she's like, do you think maybe no one's ever prayed for them before? I was like, what? And she goes, maybe they've never had anybody pray for them before. Why don't we just pray for them right now? And I'm like, oh my gosh, talk about like a, a reality <laughs> check for me where I'm like angry at this person and my friend's like, we should pray for them. <laughs> so now in traffic, when people cut me off, instead of getting angry, I just pray for them. You know, I got to tell you, the uh, I'm glad that you're bringing up prayer because uh, one of the things that I found as, a, as an amazing positive about the COVID lockdown was the fact that the churches weren't open, so I had God in my home. And I'll tell you, yes, that really what? did affect the two of us. Wow. Amen. So awesome. So awesome. Yeah. You know, church is not some just Sunday morning thing. It, it is supposed to be every day in your home with right. your family, with your friends. Like, it's supposed to just be... You know, you know, the Bible says pray without ceasing. We're constant. We're, we're supposed to have a relationship with God. But in you know, today's culture, it's just kind of been this like you go to church Sunday morning and as soon as church is over, you stuff Jesus back into the trunk and then you go about That's your it. week. <laughs> yeah. And I always picture Jesus sitting at the door, just waving to everybody. Come back next week. You hear? Come on. Come on back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now, do you think that the reason why so many different couples stumble is because th- this is the theory that I believe in is that they're writing the story before it happens. In other words, they know that July, let's say July 4th weekend is coming up. They're writing about how this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to happen but if it doesn't happen then blah, 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 blah. and it's almost like they're living too much in the future and not in the present mm. sure yeah yeah i mean i don't know i think sure half and half we i think goals are important mm-hmm. i think having an idea of what you would like to happen um is important for your family but but i think also these expectations are unrealistic and i don't know if that's social media i don't know if that's just us in general we want to have complete control over everything but we've just learned that we're not in control um god's in control so for us we just show up we're like all right god how can you use us today we're here we're we're gonna show up that's so funny you bring that up because one of my i I don't want to call it uh one of my crutches but my it's my wife let's say she's having a bad day and i just look at her and say give it to god give it to god get it out of your heart give it to god Yes, it's so true. It's it's so it's so important. Um, you know, we hear these words like uh, that are so. You know, when you, when you read the Bible, it, it can be it, it can sometimes feel like oh my gosh, it's like a foreign language. But when you really start breaking it down, like these words like repent, which sounds so scary, actually doesn't mean like it just means to turn away from. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it was written like, hey, just turn away from, maybe we'd view it a little differently. But when it's written as like repentance, you know, in today's culture, it, it holds a different meaning. Um, so I feel like when we turn away from the junk that we're holding on to and actually give it to God, um, man, we just feel lighter. We don't have to carry these burdens with us every day. And a lot of times we do feel like we have to, like when there's stress going on, why do we feel like we got to hold on to it like yeah. and bring it everywhere with us? It's like, no, leave it there. It's not even ours. <laughs> we don't have to deal with that. You're right about with Bible verses and stuff like that because people can get different interpretations. And I think that's one of the reasons why yeah. I cherish Stephen Furtick from Elevation is that he's going to give you a message and now you can grow with it. And, he, and he's going to challenge you throughout the week. You've got to activate this thing on Wednesday night. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, it, you have, you have to activate it all the time. <laughs> you, you, you really do. Um, so I just, yeah, it, it's amazing when you can find different people who speak to you to help you have a better understanding of what the word is. I am a writer. I have published books. I know what books do to the imagination. When you guys were pouring yourselves into these paragraphs, how, what did you learn about each other? Because I mean, I mean, to collaborate with somebody is, it, I mean, that's like a John Lennon, Paul McCartney moment. <laughs> Babe, how was it? No, 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 no. You go first. I want to hear you first. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you know, well, first off, we love doing everything together. Mm-hmm. We're, we, don't, we don't really understand it when couples are like, oh, I could never work with my spouse because we, we love it. We, we, we would work together forever if we could. Um, but for us, as far as like, what we've learned, I think Carlos probably learned more about me than I did about him <laughs> um during this journey i, I just um I, I feel like i i've experienced a lot of these stories with him or you know these are questions that I kind of asked him you know before we got married <laughs> um and and i don't know I, I just feel like this experience for us has been just such a, a good journey together that there wasn't anything that was surprising to either of us while writing this book other than it was very therapeutic and thank God for a woman named Margot Starbuck who helped us turn all of yes. the, our word vomit into things that made sense. <laughs> yep. Howard Howard Stern has talked about it so many times in the way he says he he does not understand how two extremely creative people can live under the same roof. I think it starts with being patient and listening. What is your secret? Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's definitely a great start. Um, I feel like... I feel like for us, we have to, there, there are some point there, there, there are times that we have to die to ourself. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, like exactly. both of us are very creative. Both of us want to do different projects, but we have to make the best decision as a family. So, you know, um, it's kind of like, you know, like, uh, when you're in school and you're, you know, uh, or, or like, you know, like middle school and stuff like that. You know, we're, we learn to share. Well, we literally have to share still as 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 a married couple. Because like, if if I want to do a movie, but Alexa wants to do a movie, and they happen to be shooting at the same time, but we want to keep the family together, we have to go. Okay, listen, you did one, you know, two months ago, and I came with you. So can I take a turn now? Yeah. It's like you just have to be willing to make compromises. And for us, our family comes first. So it makes it a lot easier versus like most people, like their career comes before anything. And, and, and I love, I love the road that God you know, has us on, but our family comes first no matter what. And that's what makes, helps make those, makes those decisions a lot easier. As that family, have you ever had a moment where, you know, you, you keep asking God for, the, for that next thing that you believe is, is, is your possibility and your personal growth? And then you realize, and I'll give you a good example of this, is I kept asking God, I need to get deeper into the church. I need to get deeper into the church. Well, during the pandemic, he put me at a grocery store and all of a sudden I realized, whoa, church is the community. Yes. Look at that. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many times that's happened in our lives. I mean, Carlos is the best example. I, he was everything on my no list as a person that I would date or ever marry even like he, he was everything I never knew I wanted. And I think of it like a puzzle piece. We have so many things that we are like, he's just my opposite on so many, in so many things, but he's filling in the gaps for me in my life 
that I didn't realize like I had gaps in and the same thing like vice versa. So we both really just kind of fit into this perfect mold. Like if you had two puzzle pieces, they fit perfectly together. And I think that's us. And it's so funny because everybody I dated before Carlos, God was just probably laughing at me because he had this guy that was just so perfect on all, on all my no lists <laughs> um, <laughs> waiting for me right there. So so I feel like that happens to us a lot. A lot of times we're like, oh, these prayers didn't get answered. And really they have, but we don't notice it until years later. Um, like really the fruit of those prayers. Um, so I, I just, that's why I just go back to like, talk to God every single day, really, really give it to him and um, have a real relationship with him. Like I even, I got to the point where I set up this little um uh, one of my diffusers gongs every 20 minutes. So I just started going, all right, every time it gongs, I'm going to talk to you, God. I want to train myself to like talk to you throughout the day. <laughs> so I started doing that. And then at first I just did it internally, but then I started doing it out loud. So my kids hear me talking to God all the time. And at first it felt weird. So I'm yep, like, okay, yep, so weird. Yep. Like this is my personal time with God, but now it's awesome because they're praying and talking to him all the time. Like I stubbed my toe yesterday and Ocean ran over. He kissed it and he's like, it's okay, mommy, I'm gonna pray for you. And he literally started praying over my toe. <laughs> and I was like, how cool is that? Like, and that's just because they're seeing us live out our faith every day. Oh my God! The the you know I may not say God, what's going on? What's going on, God? It'll be, dude, dude, come on, man! What's what's just yeah. give, give me some strength here? What what's going on? Yep, exactly. And I love that. That's but to me, that's what's awesome. It's like for for everyone, prayer looks different. Their faith looks different. And I want it to be a real relationship. It doesn't have to be this like. Like go go in your closet right now and get on your knees and talk to God. Like mm-hmm. yes, there's a time and a place for that, but but also it can just be like while you're cooking in your kitchen or while you're stuck in traffic driving. So many times outsiders do not understand that Christians do have those moments where you feel lost and stolen. And I remember during the pandemic, I, I, I it's all written in my journals. It says, "God, where are you? Where are you?" And all of a sudden, my my writing instrument puts in there, "I'm here. Where are you?" And and do you have you guys wow. had a moment like that? Babe, you want to tell the bus story? Uh, which one? So, uh, what just happened with like our awesome driver and just God kind of showing up? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you know, we're 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 currently on tour with my band Big Time Rush right now, and we're going across the entire country. We have forty-four dates, uh, and. You know, we decided again, as as we do as the Penavegas, we're we're keeping the family together. We are we are keeping everybody, uh, you know, for you know two and a half months. Like I'm not separating this family. So, so we end up getting our our own bus for the two months, and it's going to be the family bus. And I I start thinking like two or three weeks before tour, I'm like, man, who's going to be driving my bus? Like this person is going to be taking my entire family across the country, and like. Like everything I love is gonna be on this bus. Like if we get in an accident, if, if, mm. if like something happens, mm. like oh my gosh, like who who's this person gonna be? So I'm praying and I'm just like God, like I know I I know you have us, but like like please just like like re- really have us this summer. And um, I get in touch, you know, with our driver. His name is Eric, and we start talking. And I'm 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 on a plane headed to the uh, the first stop. Uh, in DC and I'm texting him about the Wi-Fi so we're going back and forth and just getting to know him turns out the guy loves Jesus and I'm like oh god this is amazing thank you so much 
I'm like, and you know, he's telling me like, I don't move the bus until I pray. And I'm like, oh, my kind of people, let's go. <laughs> and then we start talking about, you know, uh, his family, because I mentioned, you know, I love blasting worship music. And he goes, oh, my, you know, my, my brother sings, you know, sings worship music. And I'm like, no way. What is his name? Here's his name. And I'm like, you're kidding me. So his brother um, is, a guy, is a guy named uh, uh, Ty Trebet. He's got he's got a lot of really great songs, but he's got one song that is "What Can I Do," and it is such a powerful song. But three years ago, uh, our our best friends uh, lost their kid to cancer, I'm sorry. and at his at his funeral, uh, they did this whole song, this whole dance to this song, "What Can I Do?" So that's always been his song. And, and every time we listen to it, it just reminds us of him and the family. And we've just been listening to that song, like, you know, nonstop, like, over the last three years. So he tells me this, and I look it up, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I just start bawling on this plane. And, like, my bandmates are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just feel so overwhelmed right now with God's love. And it was such a great example of, of God going, listen, Carlos, this is me showing you. I see the whole picture. Yeah. Like I'm like like I'm like I've already connected all the dots for you. And this is the like like I've seen the beginning of the book and I've seen the end of the book. So just trust me. And man, it was so cool to see to see that in that moment. And and that was the second time in my life that I've ever been so overwhelmed with his love that I could not stop crying. So yeah. Do you see well, your wild. do you see your book What If Love Is the Point as being cuz I'm always asking God God give me give me the language you want me to speak and and I see a book like mm. yours as being you you you're speaking the street you're saying you're you're one of us you, we can all grow together equally and with with a uh, you know compassion mm. Yeah I mean to to me we just try to keep it as as real as possible Yeah um so so yeah there are times where for the most part it's all in our language there are a couple times where thank god somebody helped clean it up like a little bit as far as um gra- grammarly mm-hmm. <laughs> grammatically correct um but but other than that like we just wanted this is what i love about my husband he is so he experiences the bible on, on a different level than i do and his faith is very different than mine so and I think we do a good job at speaking together because he just really, I don't know, he captures people in a way that I can't, but I will go like in depth, maybe a little bit more on like Bible stuff, but he speaks a little more street. He speaks street better than I do. Um, (laughs) So I feel like we balance each other out well in this book. I, I love the way that, that couples can have that conversation like you guys do when things can be a little bit different. That doesn't mean that we have an indifference. We, we're just a little bit different, but we can talk this out so I can understand your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, communication is so important in, in any relationship, but man, in a marriage, that communication will make or break you. And, um, and I don't know. I feel like we've done such a good job, babe, of communicating and it just... It, my heart, he's just amazing. He's such a good husband. Oh, thank you, baby. Carlos, being out there on the road, are, I, 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 when I'm out there, I feel like there's a lot of wanderers. Are, are you feeling the same thing? Mm. Wanderers, you mean just like... Wanderers. Yeah, wanderers in the way that, you know, that you've, you've got the non-believers, you've got the believers, you've got the believers that don't want to believe. I mean, and it's like, it's like okay, I've got, to, I've got to lead by example. A hundred, a hundred percent. And, 
and that's that's probably the hardest part about being on tour but that is why i have my family here i i have my wife who's my rock and you know when 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 i get you know off get off of the you know stage at 11 o'clock at night and i shower and get back on the bus like she's she's on the bus here to pray with me and just make sure that you know uh, that that our family's safe and that you know we're still connected to god and i look being christian is not easy being a believer no. is, is 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 the hardest thing that i ever decided to do but it's the most fulfilling most rewarding and i just i just i just love i love the person who who i who i who i become uh, through Christ, yeah. and having my having my wife here on the road just helps me maintain that um, just that 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 connection. Because look, we're we're all human. Like like our our hearts can be can can be deceitful sometimes, and it's like you know you got to have the right community around you. And yep. I don't have that with the people like. I love it. I love everybody who's on this tour. I, 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 I don't have that with them. So I, I have my family here so that I can maintain that, um, that a community. Wow. Through you, through your book, people are vicariously going to live a more positive living Christ life. Thank you so much, you guys, for sharing your testimony oh, thank today. You. Thank you so much. And I hope we can get together many more times in the future. So, um, yes, so thank you so much that. for having us. You bet. You'd be brilliant today, okay? Oh, oh thank you. you. Too.